Welcome to this month's Astro Audio. Here we take a moment to engage in the alchemy that surrounds and lives within us. I am your host, Safi, a member of AsoulCenter.com and one-seventh of Team Ascendant. Without further ado, let's get into it. Raise up, get yourself together, and drive that funky soul. When I say Sagittarius, drive that funky soul. What are y'all doing? <laughs> One of the uh, Senna's members put me on to Leslie Jordan's IG, and it is hilarious. That is how he starts off most of his posts, and it's just a great follow. Um, how are y'all doing? Like, for real, though. That's what I wanted to know. Like, how, I wish I could be talking to you. How are y'all doing? Um, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um it is busy. It is super, super, super busy here. And this is why we're about to do one of our first mini-sodes. I was like, yes, how can I still do this, but also be in and out, right, with the energy? I'm currently recording right now in the throes of the Gemini New Moon, which I entitled Expand Responsibly. And it is showing that that is required for show. Um, we're also going to have, so stay with us, we're going to have uh, Your Spiritual Mermaid. We're going to be talking to them. Like, in, it's about channeling and it's Gemini season. Happy birthday, Geminis. Happy Gemini season to all of us. You want to hear what this beautiful spirit has to say. Um, so please stay with us. But back to me just being busy as fuck. That's what's been going on. And so um, I know everybody's having different experiences and with us communicating what we've experienced during this time of stillness. And I say that in parentheses, as I say, I've been busy, but this time of external stillness, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's such an interesting way to put it too. In this time of quarantine, and even that's an interesting, whatever we're calling this, I don't really resonate with any names that have been given to it, but um, the pause, right? That's really what I've been calling it. So in this time of the pause, um, everybody has been experiencing such a variety of different things. Um, And so as we now are in Gemini season and we are talking to folks and touching base and really wanting to share our truth, which is, which is what we need to do at this time too, is very important again, that we be compassionate um, to the understanding and just the actual fact that everybody has experienced something really, really different in this time. And so while someone else is completely able to like do whatever it is that they wanna do and really have had this time of quiet and stillness, there are other people who are living in the house with 30 people. (laughs) So like, let's hold space as much as we can. um, That's the chair, y'all. I'm even recording in the kitchen somewhere different. Like all this just feels very different and um, that's because it is. So 
with this mini-sode. Um, we're going to cover some of the things, but we are going to kind of keep it in and out. Um, I'm just wanting to stay committed to this, wanting to let you all know I love you. Um, and in this time... We need some things that are very familiar, right, that we can depend on. And um, it's a blessing to be one of those things. So, mini so let's go ahead and get into giving reverence to our ancestors. You know how we do around these parts. I decided to choose some beautiful people that a lot of y'all already know, so you don't have to hear my ancestral dissertation <laughs> this time. And so for the masculine energy, uh, we'll be honoring Prince. His birthday was June 7th, 1958, and transitioned April 21st. 2016 and so um that energy of course is the season and he just comes around i love how because of just the energy the the amount of reach that his music and his spirit and what um he brought to popular culture but just the energetics of the world as a whole like this is someone who just gets reverenced every time it's their birthday because of the magnitude of the impact that they've made and so even during this season youtube did a live uh show and they actually still have it up i have the link in the bio thank you i should have said that in the beginning so the bio there's a bio that goes with this podcast if you're new here welcome hey um there is a i said a bio a blog <laughs> y'all see what it is there is a blog that goes with this podcast that is full of information of images of hyperlinks this is going to be really um important with this mini so because if you want to know what's going on with the full moon if you want to go going on with the new moon you want to know what's going on with the summer solstice you want to go all that's in the hyperlink you want to be introduced to prince's music um and if you that's I wonder, it's kind of like one of those things, who has not heard a Prince track? But it's cool because it's a hyperlink on the blog for that. If you haven't, go check it out. Amazing, amazing um, artists, literally artists. And so they, YouTube did a live of his um, broadcasting of one of the concerts in Syracuse, New York. It was it was a worship service. That's all I can say. It is It is truly a worship service. Check it out. Um, there are these masks that um, have prints, this a image of his likeness, right? On one side and it's half of his face. And then on the other side, um, it says, Dearly beloved, we have gathered here today to get through this thing called life. And um, that's what kind of foresight and just in general just what i'm pretty sure his energy had to do a lot of to um hold such the magnitude of what he did and expressing himself in um unapologetically in in all of the ways that he's transformed we took a journey with him amazing check out prince check out prince we're honoring prince give thanks um to prince mojuba we salute you for the feminine energy, we're going to be honoring Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Um, Lisa was born on May 27th, 1971 and transitioned April 25th, 2002. Um, so Left Eye of TLC, amazing. Um, again, energy. 
was just really that's what I love. Like these Gemini's were just really like I'm gonna do my own thing. And TLC by right, you know, coming out with these huge hats and um, condoms on their eyes, and then for them to have this, and that's why it's so interesting saying representing the feminine energy, because while she represented the feminine energy, she was very much a tomboy. Like I remember, I was a, to- I am a tomboy. I feel like <laughs> so growing up, I remember seeing her on the TV and was like, wow, someone that looks like me, right? Someone also of color that has a last name of you know Spanish ethnicity. So it was just kind of like. I remember being very impacted by the presence of her and just the presence of these three women really being like, I'm going to own all of my sexuality. I'm going to do what it is that I feel like I'm going to do. I'm going to call you out on your shit. Um, And so just witnessing this fierce being coming in when you just the song was already banging and then hitting you with some bars real quick and then gonna go right back on in it and do the whole dance with everybody else. I was like, yeah, she lit. (laughs) And so um, while transitions, of course, it's too soon and so unexpected. um, And we really got to be a part of her journey of, um, and she was interesting, you know, like there's a hyperlink and I haven't watched it, but it documents the last parts or last journey that she was on in Honduras, the last few days or yeah days last month or so of her life and just you know I found out she was very much into numerology and astrology which I was like okay that makes sense and so just just see and then was there from what a lot of people say was there to study with Dr. Sabi and was getting in these herbs and doing a lot of things around reproductive health and just health in general um yeah just a dope individual and so we say thank you we give thanks for their life especially my personal just the impact of what it was to see someone that reflected um somewhat of what i know of my identity at that time like so much thanks so much thanks we salute you mojuba mojuba so if you have an ancestor at this time you know, uh, Gemini season can be a little interesting for you. Um, or it is a time that you do a lot of rituals and celebration for an ancestor that has transitioned um, and now one of your biggest advocates. We salute them. We give thanks to them in this time. For us who are able to walk around and celebrate in whatever ways we're able to right now with our uh, physical distancing, It's not social. I know a lot of people are being quite social. (laughs) But with this uh, physical distancing that we're doing, I am wishing you an amazing, amazing, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you, Gemini. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Get busy. It's your birthday. Now, if you love the Zodiac and you love black and brown folks, we welcome you to check out Ascend.Dance. That's A-S-C-E-N dot D-A-N-C-E. Ascendance is an invite-only monthly ritual party hosted by a collective of seven black and brown people living in New Orleans. Ascendance delivers an intentional social experience that fosters closeness, community, and solidarity through the celebrations of the full expansiveness of Black and Brown people and cultures. 
We would love to see you there. Now back to the Astro Audio. Peace, everyone, and welcome back. Um, I am here with your spiritual mermaid. How are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I'm so good, too. Thank you so much. I want y'all to know, like, I was very last minute with everything that is going on. So for you to just be like, yeah, I'm down and jumping. I'm so grateful. Always, always. I'm so excited. I'm excited. And now we know that you were going to be our tarot reader for Ascendance, Gemini, and with all that is happening right now, I really wanted to just give time and honor for you to come in and tell us a little bit about yourself because I was really sad. I was looking forward to meeting you in person and like getting all of that. So I'm looking forward for you to tell us more about yourself. Like how, how did you get to this space in your life to be able to offer Mm. your services to your community? Okay. So basically um my spiritual journey I mean everyone's spiritual journey starts as soon as you come out the womb you know what I'm saying like everyone is always on a spiritual journey whether you know it or not but my spiritual journey started when um my mom has always just been like a free spirit um very kind of like black sheep with the family just like doing her own thing um and when I was in middle school like she was always very spiritual and then when I was in middle school, she started taking us instead, uh, she started taking us to Buddhist temple instead of church every week. So for a lot of my life, when I was growing up, starting in middle school, we would go to Buddhist temple every week. And um, during the summer, I would do spiritual retreats where we would eat, you know, very strict diet. We would meditate literally all day. Um, and it was such an amazing experience. Um, and then as, you know, I was just talking about this actually with some of my people or whatever, but like I really found spirit and a very strong connection with spirit when something crazy happens to me. And basically my life was completely turned upside down. Everything that I was working towards was just like put at jeopardy and it was just a crazy experience. And what I started doing was I started writing notes on a sticky pad of all the things that I was grateful for. And I would put Mm. them all over my wall in my room. And I didn't really have that much of a spiritual practice back then, but that was really the time that I started inviting spirit into my life and being like, okay, my life is turned upside down. I'm just, I'm surrendering. Like Mm. I'm grateful and whatever happens, I trust, you know? Mm. And then that situation, you know, blew over and everything was fine after that. And my life just turned upside down ever since then. You know, I started back with really meditating every day, really praying every day. Then I found videos on YouTube. Then I started studying and for probably half a year. Well, how old was I? I feel like I was like 21 um for half a year I was studying just studying every day of all these spiritual concepts taking all these notes writing down all these things and really getting connected with spirit and then one day probably like half a year to a year into me studying and kind of being by myself and kind of isolating myself from a lot of things um just for you know to facilitate my connection with spirit I, for some reason in my head, I was like, what are these like cards that people are using? Like, I, <laughs> like I'm seeing like people use like these angel cards. And I was like, I got on live one day 
And I was like asking some people on live, I was like, what do y'all know about angel cards? Like, what do y'all think about tarot cards, whatever? And they like, basically some people suggested um, an angel card deck to me. And so it was, it was $10 on Amazon. I was like, all right, let me just buy it and see how it goes. And then when I got it, I was connecting with it and it felt so good. And mm. then I hopped on live and I sat and read people for free for four hours straight. Are you serious? And, yeah. <laughs> this was like <laughs> the first day that I got my deck. Wow. And as soon as I started reading people and they would they would give no context. They would just, you know, say their name and I would be like, okay, I'm gonna put you on a list. And I was sat on there for four hours. But as soon as I started reading people, it was like I was being given so much more information than what the little cards, you know, had on the actual card. Like I was mm. like this is weird. Like, I feel like, and I would just say all these details and I'm like, so what I'm getting from this is this. And they, you know, people were like, kind of, I was amazed. They were amazed. And it was just like, okay, what's going on? And then I come to realize, you know, after doing more research, what I was doing was really channeling. And mm. what I was doing was like, just listening to spirit and listening to everything that I was given and giving guidance to people. So after that, you know, I still did readings for free for a while. And Miriam Hasnea, who I'm in love with, she one day had um, on her Twitter, she was like, if you have any donation based or free spiritual services, please link them down below. And I was like, all right, perfect. Like I want to whatever. And so I put my I put my information there. And I, of course, had a flood of readings and I was doing like our readings for five dollars. Um, and I still think spirit got me spirit, spirit spirit got me together with that one. <laughs> but um, I was still doing. I was basically like, I was I was paying my dues and like sh- just getting used to everything and really growing as someone who was a channel. And that built into where I had so many people who wanted to get readings that I was like, okay. Let me just get a website. Let me get some kind of scheduling thing going on. And then everything just kind of took off from there. And I've just grown since then. So it's been probably like a couple of years now. I kind of, time wow. is so weird. But um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of where, that's how everything started. And yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. And I've been noticing that, right? Like a quickening of these mm-hmm. returns of, of us like it's almost like an expediting of life. We don't, in these times that we're living in, we may not have, you know, the necessary quote unquote teachers at our disposal in the physical realm, right? right. It may right. not be these um, long initiatory um, uh, steps where it's, you know, 12 years and then you can do this, three years and you can do that. It seems so much like things are so expedited in this time, but it's because I really feel because they're needed. Like we don't, right. <laughs> like time is moving faster, literally on an astrological level. It is it's, mm-hmm. it's literally moving faster. And so um, I think a lot of us who are here in this time are having to be just as, not as quick, we can never be as quick, <laughs> but we are having mm-hmm. to know how to live in the the actual time and so in reference to channeling that's what I'm really excited about because I want to say you're the first person so far that we've talked to and I I am a huge um lover um um, subscriber um I know I get talked to I'm Claro audience so they literally I hear them talk to me 
And so this yeah. is something that I'm looking forward to actually building a skill on, um, yeah. you know, Louisa Hay and all of these things. And I think it's so fitting that it's in Gemini when literally Gemini is about communication. So like, mm-hmm. how did you, how have you honed channeling? How do you, yeah. Talk to me about channeling girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so, okay. So I want to really stress this enough like, I, I mean, I can't stress this enough. Um, but so when I was talking about that period of studying. Yes. Um, when I and, you know, it, it's crazy. That period, it was that was really when I honed in on everything. So basically, I went to school. I went to undergrad in upstate New York. Now I'm in graduate school in New Orleans. But um, mm-hmm. there was about a year where I was just studying for the GRE and all my friends left the town that I was in in upstate New York, which is Binghamton. And so I was just literally just living in an apartment and just going, just studying and going to work and coming back, you know, and that because that space was just me and spirit it was like that that expedited thing that you're talking about where it was just like I had just a year of just like silence and in that silence and in that year I meditated twice a day for 30 minutes like 30 minutes each time and that was really like what really started getting things moving and it's really important for you to have that silence. And I think a lot of spiritualists also call it like a dark night of the soul because I was like kind of sad. Like I'm a Gemini. Like I want to be around friends. I want to be doing stuff every day. But because I was so alone, it really allowed me to just become one with spirit. So that's the first thing that I have to say about that is really having that silence. I'm not saying you have to isolate yourself, but having that silence and having that dedication, that consistent dedication and saying, I am open to divine guidance and you say that every single day for you know hours it's just like it's bound to happen Hmm. that's number one but like number two with the channeling um it's it's weird I don't like to really uh characterize myself I guess I would say that I'm clairaudient and clairvoyant but what really happens and what I can describe is it's like a different stream of consciousness consciousness that I'm really able to tap into and it's like the thoughts that I'm getting and the things that I'm seeing, they're just like not my own. And I guess the way that I really honed in on this is, God, it's so hard to describe Mm -hmm. just like meditation. And then also just like, just saying like, I'm open to divine guidance. Like I'm open, just like really affirming that every day. And I don't know, it's really hard to describe. I imagine, and I imagine everybody's walk is so different. I guess also to like, thank you. So we got our steps ones and we got our step twos. And I'm glad that you also spoke to it doesn't necessarily mean to isolate yourself. But a lot yeah. of people that I've I've worked on, and I'm literally thinking about um, Nana Sula right now, who is uh, <laughs> amazing. Yes. <laughs> Channel divine spirit. <laughs> No, I feel you. I buck for her too. Like I am a stand. I am a true <laughs> Nana Sula stand, right? Um, oh and and I remember her. You know, I, I remember the reading that I've received from her. I remember, like, no, I don't use anything. I use spirit. You know, that's what I'm. Yes. You're gonna come. You're gonna sit, and we're gonna talk. Spirit's yes. gonna use me as the vessel to talk to you. 
And so, you know, and I think of misas and how people, you know, like literally do yes. misas and just so many ways that we like these things show up in our lives. And what I've noticed too, at least in a person who's beginning that walk, how did you start to be able to feel you could trust what you were hearing oh, from that stream of conscious? Oh my gosh. Okay. So first of all, I just want to say one thing about Nana Sula. She is amazing. Okay. <laughs> I got a reading from her right before um, this whole, what's going on started happening. And right. as soon as I got out my car, this uh-huh. woman was like, okay, like, <laughs> I'll do it. And oh my gosh, she's just an amazing, amazing person. Um, But you know, with trusting, gosh, and this is something she told me too when we're in reading together. And it's it's hard. It's really hard sometimes. And I still doubt myself, you know, mm-hmm. but I really think that oh God, going to other spiritualists like her mm-hmm. and having her affirm me without her even knowing that I do readings, without her even knowing any of that, she was like, girl. If you if you, spirit tells you that a bird is on someone's head, you need to say that in the reading. A bird is on your head, and it will make sense later. Yeah, like and it's it's just it's hard. It is hard to trust yourself, but I think honestly, with me paying my dues and like just doing the free readings for so long and seeing how accurate they were and practicing and also just like building a connection with my ancestors and being like, okay, what's going on with the situation? And then being like, all right, um, in about two weeks, you're not going to be talking to this person. And then bam, two weeks, you st- you're not talking to this person anymore. It's like, as soon as you start really, I guess, consistently asking questions and consistently seeing those answers, that really gets your trust like built as well as, you know, just practicing. Just practicing also for yourself, like you're, you know, just really honing in on your own spirit, honing in on, you know, your own ancestors, your own spirit guides that are around you and really just beginning to trust. Mm -hmm. And I actually was talking about this the other day, like it's hard because I guess my experience was a little bit different because I did have to surrender. So I had no option but to trust for a long time. And it's like, once you go through something traumatic like that, it's like your foundation is kind of built because you were forced to trust. Absolutely. So, and after that, you know, the only, the next level was trusting myself. Like after I really um, gained a really good connection with spirit and then I was like, okay, well, let me trust my own sight. Let me trust my intuition. It's still something that I'm working on, but day by day, things are getting a lot, a lot better, you know? And practice just practice with yourself and your own spirits and you know build that confidence up give thanks no I appreciate that I hope we all really got that um because I hear so many times like uh you know readers and um diviners that I know being like I don't really need this. I usually, I keep it around for them. People usually need a visual. Mm. People want to see something. They want to, you know, have something they can go back and research and do all of that. But I know so many and and seasons ones as well, where it's like, I just use this for the people. Like, and I'm like, 
So I'm interested to see how, you know, this rebirth of divination is happening, the divine feminine, the divine grandmothers, you know, reemerging in the earth the way that they are. I'm interested to see what divination um, on, on, a, on a mass level, you know, like as far as like, even I'll say mass, like secular, because right now it really is, it's, we haven't seen this in so long where it's just like, I do tarot reading, I do this reading, I do that reading. So I'm interested to see how that shifts over um, the years and we'll, we'll see more people mm. developing their own tools, like actually making, because I know you can read anything. I read flowers. I'm a flower practitioner. Yeah. And so literally yeah. flowers talk to me. They tell me what they're good for. They tell me how, how they heal the body. And I love reading them. And so just knowing that I go into all of these different cultures and it's like oh we read tea leaves or we read the bottom of the mm-hmm. cups or we read like and so I'm interested to see how that transitions and the services that get brought about it so like speaking of services what are what are yours like what do when we go mm-hmm. to your website like what can we expect to like see and 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 be able to uh, how do we can work with you in that way yeah, and I love that you brought that up. I know we were talking about that prior to the interview, just like using so many different mediums to channel. That's so beautiful. I love the flowers thing. I've been so attracted to flowers lately. But anyways, they, they um, speak. Just have, I'm telling. Whenever you get some time, just sit with one, and they will be like, "So, this is what I do. This is how I am. You see my color. This color. I'm this color because this. Is, like they are, and it's so interesting because when they started talking, like you know walks that you would just take to kind of like it started my walks became so loud like this mm. one wanted to talk and then that one went on I'm like I'm just trying to take a walk y'all I'll be <laughs> but yes I, I would love for you to um, engage in that practice I think it would just bless you yeah thank you okay so what I provide right now is um the main thing that I provide are angel readings okay so and like how, you know, we talked about before, I don't read tarot. I'm not an astrologer. I'm mostly a channel. So the angel readings, what really happens in the angel reading is we get on video chat or in person um, and we meditate and we sit and connect together. And usually that is when all the messages will come through. Um, and like when we sit and connect together, it's just like it's just visions of one after another, after another, after another, things that have happened past, present, or are going to happen in the future. And then we pull cards just to give a little bit of clarity on maybe the timeline, because spirit does not know time the way that we do. Absolutely. Um, And then we get some questions answered as well. Um, So that's what an angel reading is. Um, And then I also offer dream interpretations, which are one of my favorite things to do, um, where you type out your dream and I will divine for you and really see what's going on what spirit's trying to tell you and we really figure out what to do from here um and then I also provide um chakra unblockings which are one of my favorite things to do um you know we go through a survey of things like how you feel and we really get a feeling of what's been going on and then we push some of these blockages out and really get started with that, the energy, um, clearing that energy. And um, after the session, I write you a document of everything to do to follow up. And usually, you know, one session is all that it takes to really get that energy 
pushed and moving and get it open again. Um, so I do the chakra unblockings. I do a couple different spiritual workshops like inner child work and self-love, which are really one of my favorites too. And then I'm now offering spiritual life coaching um, session where it's a combination of all of my services in one. And we're really able to sit in honestly more of an unlimited time limit whenever spirit stops speaking. And it's more of like kind of like a therapy venting session combined with divination. So we get really into all of the issues, all the things. If we need to do a chakra unblocking, we do that on the spot. You know, if we need to do the dream interpretations, we do that on the spot. So it's really a combination package as well as um, me creating a destination guidebook of how to continue the work that we did together. Um, so those are the things that I offer right now. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, no, that is absolutely beautiful. That is amazing. I actually just just started doing something else too that I'm super excited about. I did a protection and cleansing ritual on the new moon um, the other day, a group ritual, and I'm definitely going to be opening this up for every month for different groups but it's really I love doing like protection work opening um road openings things like that now as far as love and stuff spirit doesn't want me to do anything with that I don't know why but it's just like protection opening roads crazy results for myself and for other people like I've done it on clients and individually but I don't know. I guess Nanasula told me in my reading and you need to you know stick to a certain thing and I'm like okay like I'll just stick to it but yeah, it makes sense. Love is a a very, very, very tricky thing. And I love it. I'm, it I'm, uh, it's a line in one of a Janelle Monet song where she's like, love don't make no sense. Ask your neighbor. And it's just kind <laughs> of like, yes, yes. And yes, like you can yeah, ask anybody about love and you are going to get a whole ass uh, dissertation. And so I right. can understand like spirit being like, no, we're not even going, we're not even going to stay right not here. Right now, making right. sure, yeah. yeah, people can be protected and, and fulfill their destinies. And that's huge because a love and a pure love will come on the way if you, mm-hmm. you know, those roads are open and you'll be protected, you know? So I, yeah. oh, those are some beautiful beautiful offerings thank you so much i hope you all we're gonna be giving the contact well you know what what's your website right now and we'll do it at the end yeah my website is your spiritual mermaid.com my instagram is also your spiritual mermaid um my twitter is aqua spirit with three eyes um but if you literally just google your spiritual mermaid you can find um i think all of my links pop up if you just google it oh and i'm also i'm starting a patreon next week so be on the lookout for that i'm super excited it's gonna be good yeah so people can just tap into your work and that's that's gonna be amazing um I want to just shift gears now a little bit because we are here in Gemini season and um, again, like having a channeler talk to us for Gemini season can't make this up. But how do you relate to this energy and this season that we're currently in? Oh, okay. So (laughs) I'm a Gemini stellium. So I have so many Gemini um, (laughs) aspects in my chart. Um, just, Just off the top of my head, I'm a Gemini sun, Gemini rising, Gemini Venus. 
So Gemini really (laughs) ruled a lot of my life, okay? And I'm so grateful. (laughs) Um, So basically, I would say, like, how Gemini, like, touches my life like how did that energy touch my life I'm very extroverted I love mm. to meet people I love to go out I love to you know use that though shocker and communicate um I would definitely say at times I can be an over communicator um mm. <laughs> but that's just that comes with the territory I'm also a Pisces moon so I'm definitely very sensitive nice. so. <laughs> oh that's beautiful yeah, yeah. so I would say Gemini rules a lot of like my public perception and like uh, mm-hmm. how people perceive me. Um, so yeah, that that would probably be my answer with that one. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. And I'm, well, I guess I'll ask one more thing too. How do you, because of the, yeah. the twins and everything that, that, and this being such a focus in your life, like how have you been able to develop with duality? Like what is mm-hmm. that? How does that sit with you? Even that word or that concept? Yeah, um, I would definitely say, I would say, like, getting to know the other twin has been such an interesting experience. And in that dark night of the soul that I had, um, I really got to know her. And I don't know if this is valid or not, but I definitely feel like my other twin is so Pisces ruled. And because mm. because of my moon and because of just like how everything just interacts, it's just like one side of me is so extroverted and is so like wants to be out there and communicate and stuff. But then another side of me loves being by herself, loves to just, you know, be vibing whatever like with no one around and I really think with the dark night of the soul that I had it was like I had to get really comfortable with the other side of the twin you know I really had to get to know her and be like okay do you seek validation from going out and everybody like what why are you sad like what's going on and you know it's been a journey definitely understanding all sides of myself but I definitely understand that like now I feel like I'm the most comfortable I've ever been um, being by myself because, you know, obviously with the times that we're in, we're not really able to see people now. And it's really allowed me to get back into that space of, okay, like I'm going to be alone in my apartment, maybe days without seeing someone. And so I'm forced to just sit with the other twin and be like, okay, like, what do you want to do? Okay. You want to go to the park and spend all day at the park and not talk to anyone? Yeah, let's do that. You know, just like validating all the emotions and feelings that each side has and, you know, embracing each side because both sides are so important, you know? Yes, they are. You're so sweet. I love you. I love you because that's some realness, like in embracing all of our, all of the cells. A lot of people, you know, we even talk about the body and we know we have the emotional body. We know we have the physical body. We have the spiritual body. It's the same thing too with our, our identities, right? And we have all of these spectrums um, and facets of our identity and who we are. And I love how you you're in communication with that that side that twin that shadow yeah. that that energy that was such a beautiful way to explain it and speaking of that I let you slide it in and I didn't say anything but I have to know I'm just curious like you talk about studying talk about scholarship and you're mm-hmm. in a graduate program and this channeler so like yeah. if, what what are you studying uh, yeah um so 
my undergrad is in integrative neuroscience with a minor in Africana studies. And now I'm studying <laughs> and now I'm studying in grad school. I'm getting my master's in biomedical sciences. Um, so it's definitely, been, <laughs> it's definitely been it, like that duality. Okay. Um, yes. That's what I'm like. Tongue. I knew it was there, but even the mind that you are studying the mind, you're studying the, oh, and, yeah. yeah. And then it's connection to Africa. Like that's so Gemini, so Mercury, oh, so spiritual. Yes, yes. I, exactly. Like with my undergraduate degree, really having that, you know, one side is neuroscience and one side is Africana. I was actually able to go to Ghana for a month and do global health research through my undergrad um, minor. And it was it was an amazing experience. And oh gosh, um, I can't thank my undergrad mentor enough. But anyways, um, wow. so yeah, what I'm studying right now, I mean, honestly, I was really debating and the first, you know, my plan was to go to medical school after my master's, but oh, spirit, I don't know what's going on. Spirit is really like trying to guide me into a different direction. Um, so I'm thinking of just doing a PhD in clinical psychology after this so that I'm able to really give therapy in a way that I want to. So, yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, we need you. Like I, I um, have one of, um, person who studied with me in astrology and they are a counselor and they've incorporated mm. um, astrology into their like to me like it does you 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 have to have that full picture and so when yeah. someone just dealing with the facet that's great I'm not saying that you can't get a lot done you know in counseling and psychiatry and psychiatry and all of those things but someone who is willing to hold both your your mental and your spiritual side so like important. I can only imagine the type of healing that can happen so like Especially I understand spirit is still talking and y'all are still debating on what you're doing, but even the, the trajectory that you're kind of thinking on, like we are so ready. We are so ready. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so important. And as we switch to the higher timelines and like the future and like how society is progressing, people are really wanting to get more in touch with their spirituality. Yeah. And not only that, you know, liberating our spiritual practices as people of color is so important. It's so important. And it's just like, we can't, I was just reading Jambalaya. I don't know if you've read Yes, I can't can't speak enough praise about that book. to Louisa Teach Mojuba. We support you. We salute you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Amazing. But, um, you know, she was talking about in the book yesterday that I was reading, she was talking about how Black people, melanated people, brown people, you know, we can't escape our spirituality. We can't escape the things that are so ingrained in our DNA. And it's like for us to be, you know, as people of color seeking therapy, more of us are going to be waking up and wanting that integration. And that's so important. And I want to be able to contribute to that. Ooh, you know, ooh, I feel the practice already. Like you yeah. have, I feel the practice that you're going to be um, developing for us. And I'm, and I'm so excited. It's already the work that you're doing. Um, and that's why, you know, again, hearing, you got to listen. Spirit was like, ask her about her studies. Ask her about her, <laughs> her study. I was like, okay, I'll ask it the same kind of off top. Like, but I get it. I'll ask. And so things like that to just know we we're constantly have to listen and we can't separate that self from and, and to know 
too, because that that is both again that dual. Like some people can feel that things are so woo woo woo, but when you can give someone a ritual and then also break down their synaptic gaps and tell them why this is mm-hmm. affecting their brain and how it's going to have an impact on them, then it gives that duality of like, oh, this is how my body works with ritual. This is what that thing is, and so. You're just bad. You're just so bad. And I'm so grateful to be able to have shared this time with you. Before we leave one more time, can you please tell people how to get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, again, my website is yourspiritualmermaid.com. Um, my Instagram is your spiritual mermaid, and my Twitter is Aqua Spirit with three eyes um on the end. Well, like spirit S-P-I-R-I-I-I-T. So I'm really like as true Gemini nature, I'm probably the most <laughs> active on Twitter. Um, gotcha. with the pictures and stuff like that, it's a little bit harder, but yeah. So that's how you find me. But yeah, Give thank you thanks. so much. Thank <laughs> you so much. Y'all stay with us. We're going to take a little bit of break and we'll be right back. Now, if you are like Safi, I'm really enjoying this podcast. It's cute, um, but I want to learn more about astrology. I welcome you to go to a soulcenter.com. That is A S O U L C E N T E R.com. A Soul Center is a virtual resource hub where we offer information that can assist folks on their soul's journey. While we know the quest for knowledge is natural, we want us to understand that all the answers are within. At the center, we have a virtual astrology class entitled Astro Series. The series lasts eight weeks and is designed for beginners or folks who are wanting to strengthen their fundamental knowledge of astrology. We would love to see you at one of our series. And now let's get back to this month's Astro Audio. All right, y'all. So we're going to get into it, right? A little bit of the Gemini things that I think are really, really awesome to know is that it's ruled by Mercury. Um, the planet of communication. It lives in the third house. This is also the house of um, learning, right? But um, early development. So early development K through 12, right? So your grammar school, what, what is, you know, being around people when they're their most authentic self, right? Because you're young, you ain't, you gonna say what the fuck you wanna say, you gonna call people out on what you gonna call people out on. So really, growing up, you remember what school was like, kindergarten through 12th grade, like meeting people in that space. <laughs> um, it's also about short distance traveling, right? So short distance traveling and the way that I explain that and why Mercury is such a part of short distance traveling is when you think you, you know, when you're ready and prepared to go make groceries. And I did say make groceries because that's what you do. Um, when it's time for you to go make groceries, you have to think about where, which store are you going to? What time are you going to? What is the list of items that you need? That's why you go to the grocery store, but you have to put your things in the cart, right? So you're making your groceries. I'm just bucking for New Orleans because that's what I do. Um, And so what's that list about? You know, um, is this a good time? Is it going to be really big? There's so much things that go into short distance traveling that requires a lot of mercurial energy. And so short 
distant traveling. This also is your siblings. It rules the area of siblings. <laughs> and so um, that's very interesting saying that. Um, because I do have a biological brother and he passed away of SIDS. And so Mojuba saluting that beautiful small energy. Um, but yeah, what is your relationship? You might find that coming up or, or relate what's What's great about it, what's not so great, maybe your siblings come to visit you during this Gemini season, um, or just finding that you, you know, you're tapping in more with them or just things are coming up for you about them. Um, so these are certain things that are around that third house. This is masculine energy. I want to, I'm gonna finish going through the, this list real quick of some things, um, but no, it's summer solstice, man. <laughs> summer solstice happens on June 20th. So scratch it, I'm jumping in. Like, this is huge. The longest day of the year. This is a holy day. We have many holidays, but the, this is four, day, four days out of the year where significant big things are happening on a natural plane, right? And so this is one of them. We experience our longest day of the year here with the summer solstice. If you have the opportunity to really be off and not have to do anything that obligates your energy, you can be with nature. Like I strongly employ you to do that because um yeah, the cancer, you know, after it starts to go ahead and pour energy on this sun. And while it's the longest day in the year, that day we already know you're the highest you can go. There's only one way to go after that. And so it starts to retreat. And so this is our last um, little bit in this season of, of enjoying the sun before it is kissed. Um, it has to go to the underworld uh, by Libra right and when we get into fall so as much as you can i know with what what's going on um and whatever your regulations are within your city or your compound and things of that nature if you can you know find quiet space space where you can be away from folks and be in nature really 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 be in nature so that's a huge thing that happens um in this month, June, um, and something that we need to honor too with Gemini, even though we go into Cancer and the it's the mark of the season of Cancer, this is mutable energy. That's what's so, so powerful about these mutables is that they have to literally dissolve a energy, a space in time, um, and really dissolve it to the point to where another energy can pick it up and make it so robust, which is a cardinal energy, getting things popping, getting things going and initiating things. So we definitely be in the season, be really looking at what needs to dissolve <laughs> in our life, right? Um, and communicating that to spirit, communicating that to our loved ones, um, communicating that to whoever really needs to um, be hearing that. We had your spiritual mermaid come here and talk to us about channeling. Like, 
That's some communication. That's why I was like, I can't even make it up. Like, so really communicating this season, even though Gemini is about communicating, you might find that you really need to do the most communication with your spirit guides and in the quiet space um, and really get their input. And so holy days, holy days happening, um, dissolving energy. We got to talk about that. What else can we say about Gemini's, the twins? Um, I've done huge information on Ibeji or Ibeji, um, in other Gemini podcasts. So really go check those other Gemini podcasts where we spend probably a good 30, 45, um, minutes just talking about the duality of twins. Like it's some of the most powerful energy, um, to, to really witness in the human there are in, in many other animals, um, you know, big litters, excuse me, this is my meditations <laughs> popping up. You might hear that in many other animals, you know, their litters groups of, of animals are born at one time, but for a lot of us, you know, us, us mammals, we've been designed to only really have one at a time. <laughs> That's what's been, you know, designated for us. So for wombs that um, spirit and energy know are equipped to carry two, yeah. And then to know someone on that type of intimate level, that's what I think the siblings come from. This is someone you've known since utero. Aside from your mother, this is, and really then, y'all, it's equal, like, in a sense of, and not equal in, like, hierarchy, don't be sending me no messages, but in an amount of time that you've known each other, you've come and been born into a trifactor, that's why, anyway, I'll start doing that, I ain't got, don't get me started, because I ain't got no breaks, so, that's happening, we have some cards um, the magician card. So this is definitely a time they say the most powerful sword that we own is our tongue. And so with Mercury, um, the mind, the mind being activated and usually us wanting to express ourselves, um, be mindful of how we use our sword, our tongue at this time. Um, we have many other ways of creative expressions through the arts, um, through writing, through literature, all of the creative arts. Um, yeah. <laughs> explore that whole thing what other card um and so i say that yeah i didn't even finish so the magician talked about the tongue because um we can will we can will what we want that we, like this is the magic knowing what it is that you want putting that in the atmosphere willing things to happen um, also knowing just nature in general knowing your base matter once you know the elements um, that's why on the magician, one of my favorite cards on the magician card, you see all of the staples, right? You see the wind. I mean, you see the wand, you see the pinnacle, you see, uh, the cup and you see which one else y'all cups, pinnacle, wands, earth, wind, air, swords, swords. So you see all four of those, um, because once you know your elements then, and only then, can you start doing alchemy? And that's what being a magician is, is knowing what you have <laughs> and then saying, how am I going to freak this shit? And I think a lot of us are in that position right now of knowing what we have, what our talents are. We've been forced over the last few years, um, astrologically to really go inside, to really 
um, take stock of what it is that we're doing, get education where we need education, and then um, go ahead and create and communicate <laughs> what we've learned. And so a lot of us are in that place where uh, we are having really to be very vigilant about what it is that we're wanting to create, the things that have been in our soul, and we said we'll get to them, we'll get to them, we'll get to them. It's time, it's time. They're here. Do it. Um, and for those people who have been kind of keeping that energy out, you know, just keeping that energy out right at bay, not really wanting to look at it, um, it's undeniable now, isn't it? It's undeniable now. And so it's time to start having those conversations. Um, you have time. <laughs> you have time. So the magician card, the lover's card, a lot of times they call um, your soulmate, can be called your twin flame and things of that nature that this person, um, mm, feeling a little sweet right now, that <laughs> this person, um, and not wanting to say complete, right? Um, but this person is perfectly designed to walk with you as you fulfill your destiny and, and vice versa, as you watch them, witness them fulfill theirs and also have certain contracts and agreements to do certain destiny work together. And so when we think about like having a lover, having, um, because the two of cups is when you got a crush, Right in tarot, that's when you're like, oh, you really like that person. Okay, look at this little two of cups. But when you get the lover's card and you're asking about romance, it's like, oh, oh okay, this shit is serious. <laughs> and so that's what this love, you know, the lover's card is about too. Again, reflecting on those twins, that type of energy. Well, while these things um, can be romantic. Some of y'all have been blessed like me to have best friends since you were little girls and you know what it is to have a soul contract with someone um, that y'all just literally take these steps in life together. And so from lovers to platonic best friendships, uh, the lover's card speaks to that. Um, and that's awesome to really be in, in that energy right now of this season. Um, anything else I want to say in the body part, dual things of everything, right? And I'm going to make special highlight to the lungs. So continue to do the work, continue to do the work, continue to do the work on taking care of your respiratory system. Right now would be a great time to do certain cleanses of your respiratory system while we are in Gemini because right now they are willing and ready to be mutable. They are mutable. They're willing to dissolve and transform and be as healthy <laughs> as you want them to be or be as basura as you want them to be. So giving special attention to duality in the body, the lungs, the hands, um, protecting these areas, which <laughs> we already are on it. Um, it will be very important in this season. What else? Nervous system, taking care of your nervous system. That's also Gemini's thing. So doing whatever commentive, get with your herbalist. No, yes, and get with your herbalist, but get with your spirit again. Like take time to just go ahead and sit in nature. And I'm saying this and I'm spanking myself because I haven't. Like I had a beautiful spirit remind me to take my ass outside. And when I went out there, I was like, oh, damn. I've been in front of this computer for weeks. I forgot what the sun felt like. Mm. 
So, yeah, don't be me. <laughs> Do the, the sun is great for the nervous system, but definitely find times and ways you can be still and remain calm. That's the best thing you can do for your nervous system. And if you're having certain um, issues as your spiritual mermaid said, like this is a great time to start a meditative practice. It's a great time to start a meditative practice and it doesn't have to look like pillows in a corner and a whole bunch of mantras. That's great if that's what you're attracted to, but it can literally, again, be mindfulness. Again, back to Mercury, ruling the mind, ruling the thought, ruling communication. Practice mindfulness, <laughs> what you're saying, be very clear about what you're saying, articulate, um, be effective with what you are saying. Be present in everything that you are doing. If you are rolling a J, be with that J as you roll it. If you're washing dishes, take in the running water, take in the way the water feels on your hands, take in the lathering of the soap, the sounds that come about when you are actually using the sponge on the plate or whatever. There is a lot of sensuality in the presence if we would just be still. So, um... Hawthorne Berry, again, heart, even though this is the mind, um, Hawthorne Berry has been coming up continuously, and I think it's great because we also know the things that we have been discovering about this uh, health issue is that um, we want to protect the heart as, and the liver um, as well to make sure that we are really... At tip-top shape. We'll just keep it right there. At tip-top shape. What other herbs do we want to see in here? Um, bergamot is here. Clover, dill, eyebright. Love eyebright. Um, lavender, so a calming tip that can help us with remaining calm. Um, just looking here. Mugwort, help us with our dreams. Spearmint, vervain, this is really good for the head. Uh, Snapdragon are some beautiful flowers, yarrow. Okay, so just check out that, um, that um, document that I have. Build up some rituals. I want to say gemstones, just taking a little bit of that. Citrine, one of my favorite, really good for protective. Aquamarine, um, keeping yourself calm again. Um, I'll go ahead, Moonstone, Moss Agate, mm-hmm, all of amazing, amazing, wonderful, um, herbs and crystals and all kinds of things that you can use to help make your rituals. They're here on this documentation. A good time to do your rituals are between 10 a.m. and, um, noon. That is the hour, the Horus of Gemini. And that's really, we'll, we'll keep it short right there. Check it out. Do all those things. Gemini's this shit. Um, all reference to, I'm sorry, we won't. We're going to take two seconds. Eparisha, um, Eshu, what is that that just flew in my house? Y'all hold on. I'm going to close the door. Can't make it up. It was a June bug. <laughs> in the month of June. I'm telling y'all, can't make it up. All right, so, um... Eshoo. I was giving all uh, gratitude and um, praise 
to the energy of Eshu. Literally, I had to walk a mice to the crossroads today. So Eshu has definitely been very, very present in my life. And I want to give thanks to the divine communicator. Go figure. Wonder where they got Mercury from. Want to give thanks to the divine communicator, the owner of the crossroads, the one that takes our prayers from the earth to the heavens. Don't know about Papa Elegua, Papa Elegba, Eshu. It's awesome. You should learn about this energy and check Eshu out. Start to go to those crossroads. Um, start to look at times in your life when you need to make decisions. That's the word that wanted to come out. Start to look at times in your life when you need to make decisions as literally being a, a road, a crossroad in your life and you having these many different options, which road will you pick? Um, and that is when communication is so important with everything. So that way you can collect as much data so you can pick the road that is best for you. Excuse me. So I want to give thanks for Eshu before we <laughs> trans. That should have been at the beginning. When we was at Gemini, I just should have started, right? With Eshu, y'all know. Again, mini sold. I'm trying to do my best, y'all. So, moons. Not going to get into all of the things that are happening with the moons. You know, I normally name them. Normally, we'll give y'all a little bit of what's happening with the aspects of the moon so we can get into some of that. All that is where? It's on the blog. So click on that. It's not necessarily me giving my um, interpretation, um, but there is another author that I subscribe to. He gives a good interpretation of what is happening, shows you to chart, check all of that out. The main thing we are going to talk about today is those dates um, and kind of the sign that it is in so that way we can at least have a, a bit of an understanding of what some of those things that can be coming down about. So we have June, and it's eclipse season. We are officially in eclipse season. So just when you thought <laughs> we were going to be... Um, Getting back to the norm, is that what y'all been saying? Oh, this is the new norm. I want, you know, get back to the old norm. Um, just when you thought that may have been happening, eclipses, eclipse season is about endings and new beginnings. So very much ending something old and getting into something new. And so for us to be coming on eclipse season, it, it really is signifying that we are walking in and ushering in a new time new era things will be this we are in history we're always in history but with something like this we are definitely in history and people will go back the way we went and looked at the spanish flu and look at what we were doing at this time so um very interesting to be a part of creating history right and so on june 5th we have a lunar eclipse lunar moon a lunar eclipse with the full moon in Sagittarius. That is on June the 5th. And so Sagittarius, a full moon, meaning that the things that we have sown, the seeds that we put into that Gemini new moon, 
um, we are going to start to receive a progress report of whatever intentions that we sowed into that new moon. Here's our progress report going from um, Gemini, short distance travel, as we just talked about, going to Sagittarius, long distance travel, international travel. Um, Sagittarius is the ninth house. And so this is the house of philosophy, the house of travel, the house of law, the house of higher education, of higher education. So this is your um, undergrad, your graduate programs. This is your priest, your priestess. Um, these are your spiritual um, religions, yes, and practices. Um, so we can really be tapping into those things. Those things also may be just coming to the service service coming to the surface y'all <laughs> coming to the surface um certain things about travel can really be coming up of course what borders are open what borders are in the close what are the protocols for different countries so we can definitely um, see that there's probably going to be some type of intentions around what we're doing around travel are people even ready to leave their state leave their country in that way for people who are business or their business requires them to travel what does that look like for them um priest and priestess says or just priest in general and like to do whatever but priest you can of course it's still going to be very busy <laughs> for you all um this can mean definitely what this being a lot of case studies coming up for you as well, where it's like you are really even as a priest gaining some really interesting philosophies about the way divinity likes to use you as a channel for others. Um, so many things that we can talk. Jupiter, it is about expanding, is about expanding, is about expanding. Um, however, we know that Jupiter, or some of us may know that Jupiter is conjunct with Saturn right now, very close, um, kind of moving away, just started moving away. And so while um, it is about expanding Saturn, the planet of lessons being right beside it, the planet of restrictions being right beside it, um, it is very much you can expand, but you have to know what the fuck you are doing. Um, and so really, really dope energy. Um, that's what's happening, the lunar eclipse. We then on June 20th have the solar um, summer solstice, first day of spring, first day of cancer. Happy birthday to you, cancers. Happy cancer season to us all. We'll get there, though. They're saying about y'all this one. <laughs> um, and then June 21st, uh, we have the solar eclipse. And this is the new moon in cancer. So we do have to come back to you and talk about cancer energy, right? Um, but we all have all 12 signs in our house. We all have 12 houses. We all have 12 signs. We are all of it. We are nature. We experience all of these seasons and we are impacted by all of them. All of them are in our natal chart. So June 21st, solar eclipse right after for some right on the summer solstice. This is going to be a very powerful one. 
the actual solar eclipse this year is happening um, on the continent. I'm not sure exactly. You can go and check solar eclipses, any eclipses, but solar eclipses, you check the path and they will show you the path and you will be able to see the countries that the solar eclipse is going through. Um, what that means, we just talked about eclipses meaning um, great endings and new beginnings. It means that for those people that this that it's going through it means it for everybody but when a solar eclipse literally you are on the path of a solar eclipse it is intensified for you so these countries um like africa and india and there was some other ones check out the path we can definitely look to them to see how they're going to be dealing with their endings and their new beginnings um we can gain a lot of information and insight from from that because they will be on the front lines of the eclipse we had one in the states uh on august 21st I want to say the next one that happens in the States was seven years from when that happened. So maybe this was around like two, three years. So we've already experienced in these last three years what it has been to be the, on the front lines of an eclipse and having very strong endings and very strong new beginnings. This is in the energy of cancer. Cancer rules the fourth house. Um, the moon, this is about our emotions. This is about nurturing. This is about the roots of rituals where the act, the actual doing the, um, of the rituals happens in Scorpio. The roots of traditions happen in the fourth house. It happens in the house of the mother. It happens in the darkness. It happens in the womb of creation. The root of why these traditions have been started, why these rituals have been started. That's this fourth house energy. Um, this is on the home. Fourth house literally rules the home. So we're going to be getting a lot of information in regards of living in the home, how we're wanting to do our home, buying homes, selling homes um moving um being feeling safe in our homes those things like that so it rules the home redecorating anything you want to do with your home feng shuiing your home is going to be again a strong emphasis on the home will be i had like i said i haven't looked at this moon so definitely read on it um and find out what's going on but i'm interested to see because what does that mean? There's so many things that can be happening right now. Uh, what else do we want to say? The nurturing. Nurturing. is going. This is about nurturing energy as well. This is very much about nurturing energy. This will be a great time to do rituals around nurturing, around home, around the mother, around traditions. This is the Cancer New Moon for the year. So I'm thinking of a ritual that I'm going to do right now by saying all of this. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to get on that. So, um, yeah, figure out what you want to do for that. We have the aspects and the transits, meaning how these planets are talking to each other aspects, how these planets are moving, who they're moving through, who they're doing yeah coupling with where they're going uh that is transit and so we have a aspect and transits list if you're into astrology you can go there and check that out it gives you a daily well yeah daily 
rundown of that month as far as what planets are doing what who they're talking to you might find that very interesting so even with the mini soda and that's about right instead of two hours and some change <laughs> it's gonna be about an hour and a half <laughs> so i love y'all happy happy gemini season happy birthday gemini's much love and we will see you next month peace under the moon and over the sky The universe is waiting for you To live a life that's happy and free Let's all go out and reach for the sun Happiness and love could be for everyone If we just try A little podcast is created, edited, and produced by yours truly, Safi Contreras. Our theme songs are People Get Up and Drive Your Funky Soul by James Brown and Under the Moon and Over the Sky by Angela Bufield. Other song credits belong to Luke and Kevin McLeod. All rights are reserved for the individual artists.